This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, what's up? Kevin Jones, founder of Blue Wire. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Do me a favor. Send it to one of your friends. We're growing this network, grassroots style. It takes everyone. You're a part of our team if you send this to one of your friends. All right, enjoy this podcast and appreciate your support. Welcome, welcome. This is Keeping It 300 with Fallon Smith and James Jones. We are recording this bright and early on Thursday morning. Thanks for listening in. Don't forget to rate us and write a review. We would really appreciate it. Also, if I sound a little nasally this week, it's because I have a cold, so please forgive me. Well, yesterday the 2019 NFL schedules were released. And look, I love football, James, as much as the next person. But I'm sorry. I think the day is ridiculously overhyped. Like, it's so over the top. I mean, just released the schedule already. Why the big production, James? You know, man, this is a football world, Fallon. Everybody <laughs> wants to know what's going on. People got to book their tickets. And I especially love it because playing in Green Bay so long, you know, them games sell out so fast. The hotels sell out so fast. So people love that day yeah. when the schedule release because they book their tickets to the games they go going to. So it may not be serious to you, <laughs> but it's a lot of people tuned in, got their laptops and stuff on as they watch <laughs> the schedule to book their hotels and tickets. So I like it. And then I also like to see who, who people going to play. You know, a lot of people get traded. You know, they going to go back and be able to play their former team and all that that's the type of stuff I look for yeah and I remember as a media member uh it was like okay finally I can now book my travel for the Raiders away game so that's the only reason why I looked forward to it but we already knew what back in January who was gonna play who we just didn't know when Mm -hmm. so I think for me that's just annoying you wait what four months for the schedule times to be released I I just think it's over the top a little OD for me but Mm -hmm. but with that said James the schedule is out and there are some very exciting matchups to look forward to this year Um, we'll break down the Raiders schedule in just a bit but first James I want to get some of the league-wide games that you're looking forward to I think I have a pretty good idea the top one that you're looking forward to. <laughs> I have a you good sure? idea. Week one, sure? week one Packers at Bears. Oh, man. No, you're <laughs> right on it, man. I mean, shoot. Packers-Bears rivalry to open up the season. We all know what happened last year with the Packers and Bears with, with 12 getting hurt yeah. and coming back and, and playing like Michael Jordan. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And not only that, I mean, shoot, it's Packers-Bears and you've got a brand-new head coach. And he starts off with the rivalry game. We're going to see how he 
how he acts. We're going to see how the Packers look, how the Bears look. And it's a division game to open the season. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm ready to go. I might even buy my ticket to get out there to go watch that one. Well, not buy your ticket. First of all, you know you got free free for life sideline passes for pa- – oh, actually, it's <laughs> at Bears. But the Packers will still give you uh, some sideline passes. So you don't need to buy no damn yeah, ticket. Yeah, no, I'm, not talk- I'm talking about plane tickets and stuff, not game tickets. I'll, oh. I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just walk in Soldier Field with ah. no uh, – <laughs> okay, big time. No, they, 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 they'll kick me out of Soldier Field. I used to beat up on the Bears, so they'll kick me out of there. But no, they'll give me a ticket. But no, that's going to be a good game right there. I'm sure that you're going to probably be working that game, don't you think, with the NFL Network? You think they'll send you out there? Or no? If they're smart. If they're smart, If they're yeah. smart. <laughs> if they're smart. If they're smart, yeah. But let me tell you, I, this is another thing, though, playing what? in Green Bay so long. This is another thing why you wait for this uh, schedule release, too. Hmm. Because you check and see how many cold games you're going to have. (laughs) How many cold games am I going to have to play this year? I already know I'm going to have a couple at home, but can we please schedule some of those cold teams that are outside, like the Bears, (laughs) early? So this is a schedule that I would love as a Packer player right yeah. now because I get the Bears out of the way when it's nice and warm at home. So that that's a cold game that's gone. I don't got to go back there in December. Yeah. You know, so I look at the cold games like, okay, which game I'm pulling out this hoodie and the sleeves and all that for because I ain't wearing I mean, I ain't playing in that cold. I just like how they're reigniting, you know, NFL's oldest rivalry in week one. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That, that's what makes oh, me excited yeah. about that. But I am looking forward to uh, two other games, um, aside from obviously the Raiders. I know where you're no, going. No, no, I'm not going there yet because nothing Raider-related uh, yet. I'm not going to Raiders-related yet. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, with my unbiased hat on right now, week two, Saints at Rams. That's going to be exciting because NFC title rematch. Mm. And then week 14, you got the AFC title rematch with Chiefs at Patriots. Yeah. And probably some, you know, AFC playoff implications on the line there um, as far as seedings go for the playoffs in Week 14. So um, I'm excited for those two as far as a league-wide thing goes. But what stood out on the schedule to you as far as, you know, the league-wide schedule? Because for me, uh, a couple things did. It was Patrick Mahomes that basically the NFL loves Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs have five primetime games uh, this year. And that's, of course, what happens when you have the rain MVP on your team. And then the Browns, the freaking Browns. Everybody loves the Browns now. There's buzz all around the Cleveland Browns. They have four games in primetime, and that's the most that they've had in 11 years. Obviously, a lot of buzz there because they've acquired OBJ. So what else stood out to you? Um, and no Raiders-related topics yet. No, to be to be honest with you, that's the biggest thing that stood out to me right there was the Browns. I mean, oh, you look God. at all the off-season stuff that they put together. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule like, why don't they have more? They need more. <laughs> they I mean, need you, more. <laughs> you have you have Bake Bake. You have OBJ. You have Juice. You yeah. have Jarvis Landry. Gosh, Leash, you need to have that offense on prime time more. You know they're going to give you what you want. You have Kareem Hunt. You have uh, Chubb Rock in the backfield. Listen, that offense right there, that team, and then not only that, I mean, especially with the dog pound, you give them a couple prime time home games. They should have 
had more. I think this team right here, I know that it's only on paper, but this is going to be one of the teams that's going to make a push at that playoffs, and they're going to be one of the teams standing there. They're going to be 8-9-0, and and we're going to be trying to flex their schedule, but we wouldn't even have that problem right now because they should have just gave them <laughs> more primetime games because you know what they got. You know what they got. You of all people know. It doesn't matter what you have on paper. You have to go out there and perform. Absolutely. But this right here on paper, this is kind of like the right fit. And I don't want to put I don't want to put them together like the Warriors. But you know, like everybody, you know, you sign KD and you get all these boys and everybody like, man, it might not work. But it's just the right fit, the right system. I think that's what the Browns got. I think it's just the right fit. It's not like a bunch of superstars all over like the wrong spots or something you know what I mean like can they work together like I think this is a perfect fit with the guys they got and I think they should have been on primetime more but you know four primetime games while the Chiefs have five I think that's okay okay I think that's okay the Chiefs earned those five primetime games oh yeah man the Browns have yet you're talking about the MVP yeah exactly of the National Football League I mean you're talking about a dude that throws the ball with his eyes closed (laughs) no look past I mean everybody wants to tune in and you want to watch Patrick Mahomes as much as you can so uh that's a good one. I'm looking for. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to him and Aaron Rodgers going head up. That's going to be a good game. Well, the other thing that stood out league wide, and that brings me to the Raiders. Uh, the NFL schedule makers hate the Raiders. They hate the freaking <laughs> Oakland Raiders. I mean, let's be real. So I'm going to go through real quick the Raiders schedule, and then we'll talk about the things that stood out. We'll break it down. So the Raiders. Okay, they open the season September 9th against the Broncos. At home on Monday Night Football. So that's pretty cool. Primetime game. All right. Then week two, home versus Chiefs. Then at Vikings. Then at Colts. Then October 6th versus Bears in London. We are pumped up about that. We'll get to that in just a bit. Then it's the bye week. Then week seven at Packers. Then at Texans. Then home versus Lions. Home versus Chargers. Home versus Bengals. Then... Week 12, at Jets. Week 13, at Chiefs. Week 14, home versus Tennessee. Week 15, December 15th, the final home game of the regular season against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And possibly the final game the Raiders ever play at the Coliseum. Mm. I have some complaining to do about that, but... The Raiders will wrap up the regular season on the road with back-to-back road games. So week 16, December 21st or the 22nd, it's subject to change. They'll be at the Chargers. Then week 17, December 29th, at Broncos. Okay. A few major things stood out when it came to the Raiders' schedule. James, why in the world do the Raiders go seven weeks without a true Home game. So they play at home September 15th against the Chiefs. Then they don't play in Oakland again until November 3rd. November 3rd. So September 15th versus the Chiefs. Then they don't play at all at the Coliseum until November 3rd. Now the London game is technically a home game. So I think that's why the schedule makers can justify this big stretch of games away from home which, of course, includes a bye week. But what were they thinking? Well, I'm going to tell you what they were thinking. They were thinking about 
James Jones always complaining about that baseball diamond, so they finally got smart oh, and, <laughs> and moved the Raiders' home games back some so you, the guys don't have to play on that baseball diamond. But trust me, as a player, knowing that you only have one game on that baseball diamond before it's up and off and you get to play on that grass, I mean, you're loving it right now. But the positive thing about this whole thing, situation with the Raiders' schedule is you get to finish at home the back stretch of the season. No, you don't. With a lot of no, you don't. With a lot of home. No, you games. don't. The last four of six games are on the road. So where are their four home games? Four of the games last six at? games are on the road. How many home games? You know they only have seven home games because that one game in London is technically a home game. They're only home three straight times. Like when you you probably thought that was November third, November seventh, and November seventeenth. Four of the last six games are on the road. It is the first time. This brought brought me to my next point. This is the only the third time in franchise history that four of their final six games are on the road. Like, this is a brutal freaking schedule. This is what I was trying to say. Like, even local media members who people call Raider haters, okay, a lot of them, uh, they are saying that this is the worst schedule in Raiders history. When they're saying that, there's got to be some truth to it. Right now, is it the worst schedule in Raiders history because they got to travel themselves? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's just how brutal it is. Well, to be to be honest with you, man, when you got to give up a home game and basically turn that into a road game, that hurts you. You know what I mean? Because you basically adding another game on the road, but they count it as a home game. That 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 hurts. So I mean, to, to truly be honest with you, no matter no matter which way you do the schedule, you know it's gonna hurt. Because if you load them all up in the beginning. I mean, shoot, you're going to have a backstretch to where you don't get them three home games in a row and it's, it's going to be all over the place. So I think giving up that one home game automatically hurts the Raiders because now you only got seven games that you could play at home and you got to try to figure out a way that you could you could get them there without them traveling so much, and, and that's how it worked out. But giving up one home game is huge. That's why a lot of teams don't like to do it. That's why the Packers have not played in London yet because they don't want to give up that home game. Yeah. Well, not only is the AFC West tough, so like week one, week two, you got Broncos and then Chiefs, right? So then after the Chiefs, which is your last home game for seven freaking weeks, you have at Vikings, at Colts, then the Bears, then you have your bye week, then you have the Packers and the Texans. That is a tough stretch of games games right there oh yeah the Raiders better eat their Wheaties they better be on their A game because that's a tough schedule when you look at it you talk about Colts playoff team Texans playoff team obviously Chiefs playoff team Broncos get Flacco they're gonna be better uh I mean and it's on top of that it's a division game uh yeah this is a schedule where it's like man shoot man I mean Coach Gruden, they better draft well. <laughs> they better draft well because this right? schedule right here could could have everybody looking at Coach Gruden again. Like, what in the world is he doing? Because I mean, on paper, I mean, we all know we all know certain teams, you know, during the season could plan out and they could stink it up. But on paper, right now, looking at this schedule, man, this schedule right here is serious. Yeah, and I hate that the last game at the Coliseum, their very last game in Oakland, I guess potentially if their stadium isn't ready, you know, for the 2020 season, they could be back. But realistically, it seems like their very last game is December 15th against the Jaguars. It's week 15 against the freaking Jaguars. 
why don't they at least give them an, a divisional opponent? You know what I'm saying? For their last game in Oakland. And not only that, that's fine. Okay, play the Jaguars. That's fine. But why not end the season week 17 in Oakland? You know what I mean? It's like they don't care about the Oakland Raiders. They don't care about Raider Nation. They don't care about their fans. They're like the NFL is saying F you to the Raiders. That's how I feel. <laughs> and then, oh, and James, hold on. Not to mention, the Raiders have seven... 1 p.m. Eastern start times. The most of any West Coast team since 2002. That's 10 a.m. Pacific time, early mornings for Raider Nation throughout this season. Well, you know, you know, Fallon, you have to earn that. Facts. And the season, and the season they had, the season they had last year, the people putting the schedule together is like, let's hurry up and get the Raiders out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> let's get them on and off the TV. You know what I mean? The season they had last year. So they have to earn that. And if they go out there and they ball out, a lot of these games will get flexed. I mean, obviously you can't change the whole thing and, get, and add them another home game in week 17 or something. But yeah. a lot of these games will get flexed because people want to see the Raiders so you know they can push back their times and all that, get them some primetime games. But you, but you got to earn it. I remember my first year with the Raiders, we had zero primetime games. Nobody really? Wanted to in 2014, the there was zero. I think yeah. no, no, zero. no, no, no. There was a Thursday night football the only game. game. The only game we had that they so-called called prime time Thursday was the night. Thursday Thursday night. That that's not prime time. Prime time is prime time is Sunday night, Monday night. Hey, don't hate on your own NFL crew because you know NFL Network they host the Thursday <laughs> night football I, games. I I understand that. I understand that, <laughs> but you know. Sunday night and Monday night is usually I know, the that's prime time games. That's what that's what you look forward to on the schedule. So we didn't we didn't we didn't have none of them, you know. But the next season after they seen Derek Carr be a special, they got them Monday nights and them yeah, Sunday yeah, nights. Yeah. So so they got they got to earn that. When you putting the schedule together, you got a team where you see how bad they struggled last year. You are like man, we're not putting them here and putting them there. Let's, let's get them out the way. Get them on these one o'clock. But I'm sure A B. I'm sure DC, I'm sure Coach Gruden, I'm sure whoever they draft, those dudes will change it and some of them games will get flexed and the Raiders will be on some prime time and the Raiders, hey, beat up on the Jaguars the last game at the Coliseum. The Jaguars probably going to be a better squad too. A bigger yeah. Game. You know what's so funny? You were like, we didn't have any games on prime time and I'm thinking to myself, James, be quiet. You already know how big that game was. And don't make me bring it up. Y'all, that was your first one of the season, James. Y'all were 0-10, it, then finally it won. Was, but it was, but we're talking about schedule release. <laughs> and coming from the coming from the Packers, I and know, you, turn, you, you look at your schedule, you're like, okay, shoot, we got, you know, two Sunday nights, two Monday nights. Then I look on the Raiders, and I'm like, dang, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, yeah. 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock. I'm like, dang, okay, there goes the one lonely night game right here on Thursday. I mean, shoot, at that time when the schedule released, we think we're going 16-0. We don't think we're going to be <laughs> 0 and 10 and be ready to win our first game I at know. the prime time. But, no, the Raiders got to earn it, and, uh, you know, they'll get, they'll get it done. Well, I will get off my soapbox and stop complaining about the Raiders' schedule, but I am excited about one thing, James, and now you know where I'm going with this. Oh, you're going to the return of the Mac, ain't Yes, you? Raiders, <laughs> Bears, October 6th in London. Khalil Mack facing his former team for the first time since the big trade. Um, and when the schedule leaked, I don't know, like I have said every single week when it comes to you and social media, you may not have seen this, but... When the schedule leaked, 
that the Bears and the Raiders were facing off in London on October 6th. This was like a few days ago before the schedule was out. Mac tweeted the eyes emoji. I don't know if you saw that. Um, like, okay, I see you, you know, when he found out about the leak. Then Bruce Irvin replied, LOL, October 6th, and then comma, right now, with the exclamation mark. So, like, you know, they all were kind of trolling. Um, and then Mac replied with just laughing emojis, because clearly that's what he's talking about. Now, James, we know Mac. Yeah. When it comes to the media, he's a man of few words. And he's going to say he's excited to play his former team. It's just another business trip, though, yada, yada, yada. But let's be real. Let's keep it 300. This is going to be more than just a business trip for Mac James. I mean, Mac wants to put Carr on his back as many times as possible. Am I right? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know, his boy. Not, and that's his boy. That's I, like one of his best yes, friends. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. DC and Mac are extremely close. But... I just think this situation, D.C. plays the wrong position. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because the anger is not towards D.C., <laughs> no. but the anger is towards Coach Gruden and the Raiders organization for them trading, trading them him. and letting them go and, you know, kind of how that whole thing played out. And the way you impact the game and the way you let the Raiders know, even though they already know they messed up, but to let them know and to see it in person that I am that guy, mm-hmm. Derek Carr is in the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Derek. Derek. Derek Carr is in the way. He might sack him so, and then lightly put him dead on the ground so he doesn't really yeah, hurt him. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure coming into the game, the Raiders, listen, I already know Coach Gruden circled this game. Yep. And he said, this is the game we're going to use seven offensive linemen. <laughs> we're going to run the ball all game long because we will not let him disrupt this game and have all the Raider fans over there in London booing and, you know, all the media over here talking about it and bringing it up again. And why do we trade Mac? Because he disrupted the game. Mm-hmm. So I already know they're going to do whatever. They possibly can and not let Khalil ruin that game because they do not want to hear it anymore. And D.C., trust me, he practiced with him for years. He knows in practice how many times Khalil could have sacked him. So I already know that he's going to get the ball out of his hands extremely fast (laughs) so he cannot get to it because he do not want Khalil to put that helmet in the back of that number four. Believe me. Yeah, I know. And they're going to not only double team him, maybe triple team him, chip block him. Like, they're going to do whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, seven off of the line. He's bringing in two more off of the line. (laughs) They're like, let somebody else sack Carr, but we cannot have Mac put Carr on his back. Report eligible. Uh, 77 because we <laughs> we gotta pick up Khalil. <laughs> okay, so early prediction. Oh, <clears throat> I'm sick. Sorry, but <clears throat> early predictions. I say Mac sacks Carr three times, and this is a game where Carr is actually sacked about five or six times. Like it's a bad game for the Raiders' offensive line, but Mac specifically sacks Carr three times. You saying three. I'm going to go on the limb and I'm going to say zero. Oh, my God. See, you did this on purpose because the Raider fans who listen to it be like, that's my man, no, James. No, James has just, our back. Tell, zero. I'm telling you, I, I just know coaches 
Yeah. They are gonna make sure when you make when you make a move like that. Yeah. They are gonna make sure that this dude doesn't disrupt this game. And trust me, Khalil Mack. I mean, okay, it's easier said than done. All this break, but they are gonna have some chips. They are gonna have extra offensive linemen. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna do anything they can to not let him ruin this game. And I, I want to say, even if they lose and Khalil doesn't have a, a good game, zero sacks or doesn't get the. That's fine, but yeah. we're not letting him ruin this game. Yeah, no, I understand. You know what I mean? And I hope you're right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb, and I'm gonna say zero. And another reason I'm gonna say zero is, I think Derek Carr, when when Derek was a rookie, he was special at getting the ball out of his hands extremely fast. Yeah. So I'm gonna say his second year in Coach Gruden's system, he calms down a little bit. He's relaxed. He got some more big time weapons. Ball comes out of his hands fast. Khalil will be able to be able to uh, uh, disrupt their car and and rub it all in Coach Gruden's face. <laughs> I mean, it's so, it sucks because these are like both of our guys. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, uh, like we, Absolutely. Want the, we want the Raiders to win, of course, and we love Derek Carr, but we also love Khalil Mack, and it's like a lose-lose for us here. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't want to see Derek Carr hurt. <laughs> I don't want to see Derek Carr on his back. So I do hope that you are correct because I don't want to see him sacked, especially, yeah, especially see, right, by Matt. Right now, right now in this situation, it's like, you know, uh, Coach Cedric, my best friend Martell's dad used to tell me because he's a Bears fan. He said, tell when we played the Bears, yeah, when he played the Bears, we played the Bears, he said, I hope you have 15 touchdowns, but y'all lose. <laughs> 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 So this is one of those games where I hope Khalil has 97 tackles, but zero sacks and zero <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> and, and, and do you uh, hope that the Raiders and win? The, and, the Raiders, and the Raiders win, obviously, okay. because, you know, I mean, Bears are in the Packers division and all that, and I play for the Raiders, so that, that's bonus, bonus, uh, Bears lose. Is that how all the boys were? Uh, you know how all of our, a lot of our friends are 49ers fans, and when you were on the Raiders oh, yeah. and the 49ers no and you guys played, were they, were they cheering for you but wanting the 49ers to win? One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and they and they will let me know it. Like, man, listen, I hope you have a hundred yards, but man, I need to lose. You know, I'm a niner. You know, I'm a cowboy. Well, this and that. I'm like, all right, well, I won't talk to y'all till after the game. That <laughs> and is make funny. Sure you buy, and make sure you buy your own ticket to the game, man. I can't <laughs> get you in. You ain't room for us. <laughs> exactly. That's actually hilarious. That's funny. Okay, so um, let's move on from that. So we're past the schedules, but uh, speaking. Speaking of a date on the calendar, this year, April 15th, was a huge day for every American, okay? It was a huge day in a bad way, (laughs) at least for me, because it was the last day to file taxes and pay your taxes if you owed money, right? But for somebody else, it was a huge payday, and that somebody else is Russell Wilson. Oh, my goodness. We're going to get to that in just a bit, but first... Take a listen to this. Here at Blue Wire, we don't just partner with any advertiser. We want to make sure we're giving our listeners a good deal on a product. And that's exactly why we love doing business with Harry's. Harry's is giving Blue Wire listeners a shaving kit for just $3. Yeah, you heard that right. Just $3. So, 
why don't you go to harrys.com slash bluewire and you'll save $10 on a trial set which includes, get this, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. If you're not familiar with Harry's, I think it's time you should be. Harry's has fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality and durable blades at a fair price. Now, the founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned, so they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. So why don't you join the 10 million who have already tried Harry's? Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. And get this, all of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. So if you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for just $3. All right, we're back. We were talking about a huge payday for a certain someone, April 15th, huge day for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson goes from the 75th overall pick in the 2012 NFL Draft to the highest paid player in the NFL. Seattle is giving him a four-year, $140 million contract with $107 million of it guaranteed. That's more than your boy Aaron Rodgers. That's $35 million per year. Wow. And that, and that ain't the last one. There's going to be more and more quarterbacks going, breaking the bank. Man, I wish I had Russell Wilson's cell phone in my number asked for a loan, man. Lord <laughs> Shut have up. Mercy. I always tell people, I'm Lord. like, can I get 1%? Just 1%. Lord have mercy. No, but to be honest with you, that money right there, man, I mean, we're like I say, we're going the next quarterback up is gonna pass pass Russell Wilson. That's just the name of the game right now. But Russell Wilson, I want to say that's it's well deserved, man. And I'm just I'm just strictly going off of this last season. Yeah. Forget what he done the seasons before that. This last season, for you to let go of what you let go of, Richard Sherman, Michael Bennett. Cliff Averill gone, Cam Chancellor gone, uh, uh, Earl Thomas get hurt. And for them to still make the playoffs, for them to still be playing at a high level, to be one of the best teams in the National Football League. And Russell Wilson is one of those guys, okay, offensive lineman may not be that good. All the plays he makes with his legs, all the plays he makes outside the pocket. I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks that you truly can look at and say, if he doesn't have these pieces around him, we still have an opportunity to win. And when you got a quarterback like that, man, I mean, shoot, he a special one. Yeah. So you better pay him all the money that you possibly could pay. But this money right here, man, is well-deserved, man, $107 million. I just need, oh, my goodness, Lord have mercy. That's big time. That was big-time money. And I like how, you know, Russell gave them a deadline. Like, by April 15th, I better have a contract. And it was literally to the hour, like, (laughs) he got himself a contract. And he said in his press conference yesterday um, that he wants to play for 20 years. So he wants to play until he's about 43. 
Now, I always question, like, he's, he's a monster. I would love for him to be on my team. Yes, he's only 5'11". Who cares? But he's already proven what he can do. He's been, since he's gotten to the league, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. But can he sustain what he does? Because he takes so many hits. You know, a lot of that, the last couple of years especially, has had to do with the offensive line. But most of that is just his style of play. You know, he's a mobile quarterback. He makes plays with his feet outside the pocket. So, James, with that said... With his style of play, with him taking all these big hits, is it possible for him to play until he's 43 years old? Uh, 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 no. And the reason why I say that is because Russell Wilson is one of the guys, I mean, that's how he plays quarterback. He runs around the field. He makes throws outside the pocket. He's not a, even if he does have a stout yeah, offensive line. Yes, you're yeah. not. You're not running like you're not running like that at forty three. You're not running like that at forty. The only reason why Tom Brady is still playing because he stands tall in the pocket. Yep. He gets the ball out of his hands fast. Russell Wilson, you have never been that guy. Mm-mm. You have never been a pocket passer. It is not one two three four five or one two three ball come out. You make your plays off of scramble drills, off of getting outside the pocket, you know, and occasionally, you know, stepping in there, throwing the deep ball. But you're not a guy that's going to stand in the pocket and throw the ball 30 times Mm -hmm. and not moving and being mobile. So the way he played the game, with my eyeball test right now, I cannot see him playing until he's 43, unless he just automatically and works extremely hard. Passer. Develop, yeah, <laughs> develops and becomes a pocket passer. But then again, that's hard. Yeah, it's not his you know, game. Because he's, because he's short, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know we're, we're seeing him make plays now, but it's, a lot of them are outside the pocket. He's not even standing in there like Drew Brees. So... You know, it's hard. So I don't see him playing until he's 43 just because of his style of play. No, I agree. When he said that, I was like, mm, you're going to have to change some things up, bro. <laughs> if you're about to play until you're 43. I mean, I mean, a lot of the quarterbacks, I mean, Brady say he want to play until he's 80. You know, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers say he want to play, you know, until he's in his 40s. So I think a lot of quarterbacks are striving for that right now. And you see the money you're getting. You exactly. know, you see Aaron's $100 million, You see Russell's $100 million. And not only that, you see it's $100 million and it's for four years. So he's going to be able to tap in again if he's playing at a high – at a high level. You're getting this much money, right? You got 140, 107 guaranteed. You of all people, you know, you you know guys who have retired early and you said, you know, they don't want to have doo-doo brain. That's the exact, those are the exact words that you use. No doubt. Yeah. Like, you get 107 million guaranteed, I'm done. What? I'm not going to take these hits anymore. You tripping. My family is Man, set for life. This is listen. generational wealth. Yeah, I'm I hear done. what you're saying, Fallon. I hear what you're saying. But if as as Russell Wilson, as a competitor, yada yada yada. No, I'm just saying, if four years goes by, yeah, and he's still playing at this level, he has to play, and more. he's able to get a hundred and something more. You're leaving, Valen? Nah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. That's not much. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Heck, no. Nah, you're right. You're you right. like shoot. You're gonna give him another deadline. Hey, matter of fact, but I'm saying got- <laughs> he doesn't need to play until he's 43. Like maybe let's just no, say 40, need, late yeah. 30s or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, obviously you want to go off of how you feel, how your body feeling, but I mean, I mean everybody needs a goal. So if that's yeah. your goal, I mean, shoot, when you're around and they like, hey, you want this, you want this bazooki from BJ's, or do you want some broccoli? He gonna uh, take broccoli because he want to play till he's forty three. You wanted you year ten. I, mean? so I know you wanted goal. year ten. That would have made you what, you know? like thirty one? 
32? 32, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you want to so you get I mean, to. I, I couldn't imagine playing 10 more after that, to be honest with you. I mean, that's insane. Quarterback, obviously, yeah. different position. Kicker, yeah, punter, yeah, different position. But, yeah. but still, though, yeah. And then, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, the way they protecting these quarterbacks, I mean, you can't even scratch them. Yeah, with the you rules. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is possible from that standpoint because, I mean, everything is rough in the past or you can't even, you can't even bump them. So he he, poss- he possibly could, but his style of play, I, I don't I don't see it. Uh, did you see the video that Russell posted uh, ab- about his signing, or after it was a deal was done? You didn't see it. Mm-mm. Mm, okay, so it was in the middle of the night. He's in bed with his wife Sierra, and it actually made me a little uncomfortable. It's a short clip, so let me play it for you real quick. You you can't really tell unless you see it visually, but maybe you can get a sense for it with the audio. So let me play it real quick. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all in the morning. Okay, so this dude was literally in bed, okay? In bed, half naked or all the way naked, okay? I think it was just, like, too intimate to be posting something like that. But I don't know. I'm super conservative when it comes to, like, social media. So maybe I'm tripping. Uh, But what do you think about that? Because I'm going to go into, like, his teammates making fun of him. But you just listening to it for the first time and imagining he's basically in the bed with his wife. The sheets are over them. But you see he's, like, half naked and maybe all the way naked. And he's posting this intimate video message. to To be honest with you. Even if I was a Seahawks fan, Russell, I could have waited till the morning, man. <laughs> That's like, like you wouldn't do that with your yeah. wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, you don't, wouldn't do that you with don't, your wife. You don't got to post. You don't got to post in the bed and all that that we got to deal. I got. I mean, that, that's too much. That, that, that to me right there is a lot of t- attention seeking right there. Ugh. Are you, are you, if you wanted to post a video so bad, you could have woke up, put a Hawks t shirt on or something and say, Hawks, we got us a deal, man. I check in with y'all in the morning. No, I'm about to hit the bed or something. If you, it was that serious to get on social media, but we don't need all that. I mean, we don't need all that. Okay, good. Cause I thought I was like overreacting and dramatic, but I'm like, when I first listened to that, I was, I watched it, I was like, this is a little inappropriate appropriate bro and like so many yeah, people like had split reactions a lot of like the media members were like man he got sierra in his bed like he just got paid 140 mil like he's winning and i was like uh that's uncomfortable i don't care how much money he got yeah, he, that's doing too much yeah I, I probably wouldn't even watch it i would have just turned it off right when i seen he in the bed oh man this boy tripping i'll check it out in the morning see what his deal is how funny is this though um, Tyler Lockett and DJ Fluker reenacted the video and oh my god so this will not do it justice it's super short but I'm gonna play it and I don't know where the heck they were but they're like in some dark room um, and <laughs> and Tyler Lockett has literally his shirt off but he still has his chains on like um, Russell Wilson did and then Fluker has a like cover over his face <laughs> it's the funniest thing okay hold on ACL we got a deal Go Hawks. <laughs> so 
So like you can't you can't tell how funny it is unless you see it because they were basically like, bro, what were you no, doing? But I, I'm over here laughing because how Tyler Lockett just came off talking. He said, "Yeah, we yeah, got a deal." <laughs> and then so you should see you should see Fluker. He like put the cover down, and goes go Hawks, and they just started laughing. Hey, you already you already know first day. I won't shoot. They already had their first day and all that. I think, but yeah. you already know they're gonna show that up there for sure and oh, get only. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, um, Russell Wilson, he posted their uh, reenactment because he thought it was funny. Uh, but everybody was just like, yo, we were kind of thinking of the same thing, like how awkward and corny you are for posting that video in the first place. So I love that his teammates oh. gave him crap for it because, like I said, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that was super corny and a little bit inappropriate. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't even see it. I'm just going off of voices and I'm like, OK, that's too much, man. You could have waited for <laughs> Right? They had like the sexy like dude you already, voice. You already, <laughs> know, you already know you're going to have a press conference anyway. You could have said it in there. Hey, we got us a deal. You know what <laughs> So we ain't got to see all that, man. I know. I love that he showed up to the press conference, though, in, his, in a big uh, Sonics bomber jacket. That was, yeah. like, that was the bomb. I was like, yeah, because he wants uh, basketball back to Seattle. I, I feel you, bro. I was a huge Gary Payton yeah. fan, so I want to. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants basketball in their city, man. I mean, I know the glove used to be balling out there. Oh, I know. He was the bomb. Best defender. Uh, one of the best defenders in NBA history, in my opinion. But anyways, um, you know who I feel bad for, though, in this whole situation? And people are probably going to tell me to shut up um, because I'm crazy. Who's that? His ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson's ex-wife. Because he was a third-round draft pick, right? Yeah. And they were married until 2014. Guess when he got his extension yeah. after his rookie contract? 2015. They had no kids together, so she basically got no bread at all. <laughs> and now he's married to Sierra, who has her own money, and, like, he's basically winning. Yeah, but I heard, I mean, I heard some crazy stuff about that whole situation. I mean, it's... Me it's, too. It's, yeah, I don't want to talk about it on here, because I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, too, though. So, you know, I don't know how true I was. not like I was, you know, in their pillow talking with them. So. I know. Long story short, we heard about some infidelity yeah. going down. But, but yes. yes, I know I know she's probably looking at it or seeing him in Sierra everywhere, seeing this money. Like, ain't that something? They were together for a long time. I know they yeah. were together for sure when he was at Wisconsin, when he was in college. Um, and, you know, she was there on draft day, et cetera. So, like, now to see, you know, all his hard work pay off and she ain't the one by his side, whoa, I'd be crying. I'd be in my feelings. Yeah, Russell Wilson better not jaywalk because she might come through and bam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. Tanya Harding, pull a Tanya Harding. Yeah, no, nah, that's messed up. up that's messed up. Okay, so final thing, because of the Russell Wilson signing, it kind of had a little domino effect within the team um, because Bobby Wagner and Frank Clark are the next in line for big contracts. Now, after Wilson signed... Their stud pass rusher, Frank Clark, he took to Twitter and he tweeted, they lied to me. And a lot of people thought it had to do with the Russell Wilson signing. And now everybody is saying he's on the trading block. Okay, let's say he is on the trading block, right? This is all speculation. If you're the Raiders, are you interested? Now for me, I think the Raiders should trade for Clark, but at the right price. You know, I would be good with giving them the 35th overall pick, so high second rounder that they have. 
But the problem isn't going to be with that. The problem is going to be with the contract. He's going to want 20 mil per year, and I ain't down with that. I'd be okay with a 16 mil per year, you know. Uh, not sure if he's going to take it, though. What do you think? Absolutely not. Oh, if I'm dang. The Ra- if, if I'm the Raiders, I'm not even touching this. To be honest really? with you, to why? be honest with you, the reason why is because the draft is full of pass rushers that I can get on a rookie deal for five years. Why am I going to come trade for you when I got a bunch of pass rushers in a draft? And but have you to, don't know if they're going to pan out, though. You don't, but you got five years to see if they are for very cheap. But they want to win now. You know what I mean? They do, but I don't want to bring in. I could get two of them. I have two first-round picks. I could get. But two how about of if you have the money? Though? Of, how about if you have the them, money? One of them is going to plan pan out, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to trade none of my draft picks and give this kid uh, twenty million dollars per year, or even sixteen million dollars per year, when I have three first-round picks to go get my pass rushers in this draft, which there is some very good pass rushers yes, in yes. this draft. So that that's just my humble opinion. That's what I'm doing. I would not trade for him. Mm-mm. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I will say heck no if he wants that 20 mil per year, which it's looking like he does. Who doesn't want a freaking 20 million per year contract if you're a freaking, uh, you know, elite edge rusher? But what I'm saying is it would help and it will solve a gaping hole at edge rusher. You know what you're getting, okay? He's only 25 years old. He's recorded 32 sacks over the last three seasons, right? I I I love Bruce Irvin, but we thought we was getting us a big-time guy in Bruce, too. That's true. Okay, no, 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 that's true. And he's coming from (laughs) Seattle, so maybe, you know, yeah, I get it. Maybe history will repeat itself. I get it. What I'm saying is, let's just say, okay, they do this deal and they they pay him 16 mil, right? It would solve a gaping hole at Edge Rusher. Plus, with the fourth overall pick, hoping that he's available, you get Cornyn Williams, right? And that helps big time with your interior pressure. And then with your 24th and 27th overall pick, you could either trade back and get more draft capital or use one of those picks and get another edge rusher, and then, bam, things are looking up for the Oakland Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you st- all the things you're saying, even without trading for him, you still can do. You still could get Big Quinn Williams in there and put him in the middle, and you still could get pass rushers and edge rushers down there late in the draft. I'm not, I'm right, not, right, I'm not right, touching right. him for for the money that he is gonna demand. And shoot, he's gonna want to get paid like that. He balled out last year. He's gonna want to get paid like that. I'm not no, no. touching him. I got three first round picks, and like I said, this is a this is a pass rush heavy draft. I'm just gonna go do my damage in the draft. And I'm going to get these dudes on a rookie year deal, and I could get them for five years and not have to worry about any contracts or anything like that, paying them big-time money. And then next year, I, with my draft picks under contract for five years, I could go out there if they don't pan out, and now I could sign me another big-time free agent at the pass rusher. I mean, you make some good points. And at the same time, it's like, honestly, with this Raiders' brutal schedule, yeah, I don't know yeah, how many you games they're going to win this year. You want to get as many good players as you can in there as possible, <laughs> but – at the same time, I mean, they in the draft. I feel that they should stand put at number four um, and then use one of their first rounders to trade back to get more draft capital. I think that's very important to get more picks. I think I think if I think if Big Quinn Williams is there at number you four, there's no way you, you could trade back. No, 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 no. I was saying stand pat. I said stand pat at number four, but for your 24th or 27th overall pick, trade back to get oh. more picks. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, depending depending who's available, depending if you know what I mean some some kids dropped and all that type of stuff, and you know if none of that happened and it's a player that you okay like okay we like him but we don't like him that much trade out get more picks. Yeah, I like tra- I like the trading down or trading back and getting more picks. I kind of like that. Except for if you're number four, you I feel like you have to stand pat right there at number four. Uh, if you're, if yeah, you're, you're gonna, one of them guys are gonna fall in your lap at number four that you want. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're going to see what happens. That's for, what, next week? Ooh, I'm excited about that. We're going to have a post-draft podcast, see what the Raiders did. See, remember how you were like, they're going to go defense, defense, defense. Well, a report came out. They're actually going to add some more offensive players, and they said early. Yeah, sticks by mine. D, D, No, D. if I was the Raiders, that's what I'm doing. Defense, defense, defense. Maybe yeah. get a tight end or a guard, but I'm all about getting some more defensive players and defensive help, for sure. No doubt. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. I hope we kept it 300 for y'all. <laughs> Again, make sure you rate us and write a review. It would help us out a lot, and we would really appreciate it. Until next time, for James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace. Thank you.